88 of the Parkrun Adventurers. Crazy 88, or if you follow Bingo, Two Fat Ladies. Now, why, Scotty? Why is it Two Fat Ladies and not Two Fat Men? I think it's the boobs, Mel. It's not the boobs. It's got to do with torso and bottom. It's like it should be two two snowmen. Yeah, well, it's a good point. I've always looked at it as the boobs. The top half is the boobs. But I guess if you're a fat man, you got boobs too. Somebody needs to take this up with the bingo society. Is that the answer you wanted? <laughs> I don't, somehow I don't think it was. But you went there. I did. It's true. Have you had a good week, Scotty? Yeah. Yeah. I've had a great week so far. And I count the weekend as the start of my week because I had... Well, isn't that where we reset the clock? Yeah, it is. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting. Do you start your running week on a Sunday or a Monday? Um, Monday. Yeah. A running week because the Sundays traditionally were a long, long run day, which was at the end of the program. But then when does your week finish? Does it finish on a Friday or a Sunday? My week finishes on a Sunday. So in recent months... I've actually become really accustomed to, I mean, I always had busy weekends, even when I was working a day job, but now that I am working the mum job, I cannot wait for Mondays because they are my peace after a crazy weekend where we're always running around trying to catch up with everybody and, and Wes gets feral and all that sort of thing. So I just really look forward to Mondays now, whereas previously on a Sunday, I would have that whole dire oh it's work day tomorrow i don't want to do it mm. but now it's the opposite it's mm. bizarre when do you finish your week oh, i don't know i don't think my weeks ever finish <laughs> 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 i don't have that sunday night dread anymore because i love my job so i look forward well, to going to work thing. on monday morning but let's go back because i had an awesome weekend i had a I reckon lifetime top five weekend for me. Wow. Yeah, it was really That's, good. That is awesome. Mm. And it started with, of course, the anniversary at Westerfolds, which everyone got in the spirit. Lots of green. Everyone was in a really good mood. Lots of happy faces. Everybody stuck around after the run. Lots lots of good stuff happened at, on Saturday morning for me. It was really good for me to sit back. I was very reflective on Saturday morning. I was like the wise old man in the corner looking around and seeing genuine friendships, just people happy to be together on a Saturday morning and having fun, genuine fun, because they're comfortable with the people they're with and they're comfortable in the environment they are. That's what I took away from it and I had a great time I got so many friends at Westerfold so every conversation I'm looking forward to it because you know sometimes in a, in a social situation you know, there's you can get awkward or there's just some anxiety and apprehension about social situations we all have it um, but at Parkrun you go to that party and you just pick those four or six people that you just talk to all night kind of thing pretty much pretty much yeah and I'm sure Parkrun is that for a few people. There's still some social anxiety around it. But for me, not at the moment, not at Westerfolds. I love it. So I had a really good morning. Well, that makes me smile. How does yours compare? Can you match that? Oh, I wouldn't call it a top five. 
of a life kind of situation, but I had a great morning. It was it was good fun. Uh, we had our anniversary as well, and there were costumes, 80s sports-themed costumes, which was all a bit of a laugh. Everybody seemed to be having a good time. So, yeah, I had a great morning too. Mm. You brought your A-game with the costume. And for those out there who thought it was a competition, just to be clear, I never, ever, categorically will ever go into a competition with you around costumes. That's just not even <laughs> happening. <laughs> so I wasn't trying to beat you. I knew uh, your Jamaican bobsled team was going to win hands down and full credit to you. You nailed it. Well, it. No, like you say, it wasn't a competition. We were just both of us sharing on Instagram the fun that we were having with costumes on the weekend. So, no, we never we never made this a competition. Well, you did get more, more likes than me. Your photo got more likes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I was I watching. I posted mine earlier. If I recall, I may have had to send you a little nudge telling you that I was really looking forward to seeing your Instagram of your costumes. I hadn't forgotten. So I think you might have forgotten. No, I, I was okay, just having well, so much fun. I didn't have time to uh, social media it. Well, there you go. See, now if you'd posted it earlier, you probably would have got more likes. Possibly or possibly yours was just more awesome than mine. And and you're you're the you're the people's favourite. <laughs> As in, I'm the favourite adventurer. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Is that a question in the perlustration? Did we pop that in there? Maybe we should have. Who's better, Scotty or Mel? No, there is a question. <laughs> Next year, there is a question. Who's going to get to fifty first? And despite me being well ahead of you, people still think you're going to get there before me. Oh, do they? That's yes. great. I love their faith in me. There's still time for that Maybe. to be turned around, but. Yeah, but there might be people out there who are um, working behind the scenes to foil your attempts. Why would I'm not saying I've made any arrangements <laughs> with people to do that. I don't trust you. <laughs> I'm not owning up to that. Um, I'm just saying. I don't trust you. <laughs> but let me let me continue back on my top five lifetime weekend because on the Sunday, do you, do you know what a PAX is, Mel? Do you know what PAX is? I do not know what a PAX is. No. A PAX is the complete opposite to Parkrun. PAX is the Penny Arcade Expo, which is basically a collection of video game nerds getting together and being a community of video game nerds. And um, I took Kasha along on Sunday. So this was my two worlds meeting. This was the, the black and the white of Scott Trickett coming together uh, because there, I didn't see, I can guarantee you, I didn't see too many park runners at PAX. And I think this is going to be... Maybe they just didn't know about it. Well, this is it. So this is my goal for the next 12 months. PAX, PAX only comes around once a year. It's a three-day expo and I want to get park run involved next year. I want to do a pop-up park run at PAX because I had, Kasha and I had the best time on Sunday uh, I know a lot of you would be horrified, but I, 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 I like playing games with my daughter. We, you know, it's an interactive experience. Our imaginations uh, go crazy for a day, and we had a really good time playing together on a lot of stuff. And we met a lot of people who who do that, and they do that a lot. I think they spend a lot of their time uh, playing games, which uh, I try to do it in moderation. It's, it can be an endurance sport for a lot of people. Yep, yep. You know, there are a lot of people out there that do ultras in video games. Mm, mm. 
And like ultras, it's a legitimate life choice. Yeah, like ultras in running, that takes a toll on your body. Ultras in video gaming will take a toll on your body. And I want to flip this. So I want to introduce parkrun and physical activity into that community because what I did see similarities are the, the similarities in community, that similar interests and being comfortable in your environment, that all is on show at PAX. But I think they could do with a bit of a kick along with some um, physical activity every now and then. So I want to I take parkrun to PAX next year. What do you reckon? Well, maybe you need to do a Pokemon park run at PAX because that's the kind of thing that meshes the two worlds together and gets the video gamers out and moving. Exactly. We've got to think about something, but uh, that's why we've got 12 months to do it. Cool. So it sounds like you had a fun world. I'm, I'm loving learning about the black <laughs> and the white of Scotty Trickett. Very intriguing. By the time this podcast comes out, as we seem to be a little bit lax with getting them out early in the week these days, it's going to be November. And you know what November means. Time to get naked. And nobody gets naked quite like our next guest. Robbo, welcome back to the Parkrun Adventurers. Thank you very much, Mel. G'day, Scotty, and uh, and g'day, Parkrun Adventurers out there in podcast land. So tell us, Robbo, what is on for Naked November this year? Yeah, well, uh, as you say, it's an exciting time of year. I um, I will just put something out there straight away. If no one's ever heard of Naked November, one thing I would advise not to do, <laughs> well, you can do it, but just be prepared for the consequences. If you type Naked November into Google, um, we, used to, <laughs> we, we used to get a fit. We used to rank pretty well with the Naked Runners on Google um, Google results, but it's a fair bit of dodgy stuff there <laughs> you may not be expecting, so or you may be expecting, but, yeah, you may not want. So, just be careful of that. But um, I, I mean, I've just jumped onto Facebook and searched Naked November and, and the right things have turned up. So, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been going since 2012, would you believe? So it's, I think it's our fifth anniversary. Does that, that's the math stacking up there. And getting naked, uh, if you're not across it, yeah, keep your clothes on. That's the first step. But then peel off all the other bits and pieces that you sometimes wear when you go running. In particular, some of the gadgets that you may have become overly reliant on and um, and run free of that technology or without even having to look at it all the time uh, and uh, enjoy the experience for what it is, getting out there and having a run with a few mates in a beautiful location uh, and soaking it up. And it's good for the soul, I think. So every now and then, I think, Mel and Scotty, it's, it's nice to just, uh, uh, just you know, ditch the distractions a little bit. And, and just remember to plug back into your, your own running experience a little bit. And that's what we encourage and have been doing for a few years through a little movement called the Naked Runners, which I was part of setting up. And, uh, yeah, it seems to, it seems to be uh, welcomed by a lot of people. They, they, do, they, they maybe don't realise just how much the technology dominates their running experience um, and, until they start to think of it uh, as a way of stripping back a little bit. And then they go, oh, yeah, that's right. It's it's uh it is I do enjoy it after all I don't need a heart rate monitor to tell me that I'm uh, my heart rate's through the roof as I climb a hill so yeah very excited as the calendar ticks over to November and uh, it's it's going to be a great month for getting naked. Robbo, how do you actually go going naked? Because I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm going to struggle to ditch it. Is it okay if I 
wear my watch but don't look at it because it's got to count. Everything's got to count. I, I reckon, mate. I reckon I reckon it's fine. Look, and that's one of the things with the Naked Runners. Um, it's funny. Some some of the followers of the Naked Runners get a bit more caught up in, in wanting to uh, – legislate how naked is naked and when, when you're running naked or not. But I look, mate, I think do whatever you got to do. If you need to uh, log your kilometres to uh, prove that they happened or you want to, you, you know, you, you, for whatever reason you're wanting to keep a, a uh, record of all your runs, you're doing a run down under or you're, you're wanting to keep a log of um, your training, do whatever you need to do. But what else? What I'd suggest, Scotty, and, and you can do this, and I might even try this myself because I have, I must admit, I'll declare it on the show, I have been wearing a heart rate. I mean, a uh, a uh, running watch a bit more this year. Logging uh, runs up onto Strava. Um, so what I would suggest, if that's if that's something that you want to still do, get yourself a, a um, well, ideally a Naked Runners branded sweatband uh, headband or a wristband, and just whack it over your your, your watch. And uh, you can still hit start and hit stop at the end. But uh, whack it over so you're not having to rely on it and look and tempted to look at it every 20 seconds to see what your splits are or see what your, your pace is. And that's that's a nice little way of just gently going naked. So um, if you're not if you're not into ditching everything flat out, then that's a that's not a bad way to go. Whether you just gaffer tape the over the watch or do do something that just means that you're not uh, you're not relying on on getting that feedback the whole way through. And and it's still I think you you'll achieve the same thing of being able to plug back into your own running experience and i think it's a it's a fun thing to do too to challenge people and that's what we've done with the the naked park run challenge over the years is get people to predict what they're going to run uh, at a particular park run and then go out and run uh unencumbered by you know the technology and the and the feedback during the run and then see how close they they get and people enjoy that that experience and um yeah it gives them a little bit of freedom and some people have proven to be very very accurate and others have been a little bit off and sometimes I would say anecdotally, and we're still running the tests on this, on the, on the data, but for those that uh, predict their time, run naked, more often than not, they'll run quicker than what they had predicted. That's, uh, that's generally the finding. So there are performance-enhancing benefits to running naked, and I would urge your listeners to try it out this naked November. I can vouch for that. My current parkrun PB was achieved naked early this year at Varsity Lakes. And i tell you another tip that I've done is I've been putting my watch in my running belt. Uh, so it still counts. It's still tracking me yep. around my run, but I can't see it. So I've done that a couple of times at Park Run. And for me, it definitely works. I definitely run better because you just completely run mm-hmm. on feel. And uh, if I feel good, I run a bit harder. But if my watch tells me that I'm on track, I just uh, switch into cruise mode. So. There you go. Yeah, and that's what I th- that's what I reckon, Scott. It sometimes it can it can be a limiter as much as anything. And uh, to use a, an anecdote from an elite level, Michael Shelley, when winning the gold medal for Australia, famously at the last Commonwealth Games in Glasgow, ran without a watch, um, just ran on field, ran the race, raced the race, um, and got over the over a couple of canyons and and won the gold medal. So I reckon if you haven't tried it. Give it a bash, and um, it sounds funny. And at the very least, tell you tell all your friends you ran naked at Park Run one particular day. So it's it's good to hear you trying it in different ways, Scotty. And the other thing I just remembered as well: sometimes people um, they find their naked running experience accidentally. What I call the accidental naked run, when so they haven't charged the Garmin or the the, the running watch, and they've turned up and it's gone flat, and they they go into a panic. 
um, frantically looking for someone to, to be able to charge it with. But uh, they run naked and then they, they sometimes stumble across the, the performance-enhancing benefits that way too. So there's, there's many ways you can do it. I do like your recommendation to uh, cover the watch up with the sweatbands because, you know, we need, we need fashion to come back. And uh, 80s style with sweatbands, you know, I reckon that would even be useful in terms of using the sweatbands as actual sweatbands, especially in this weather at the moment. Yes, no, definitely. Well, that's, there's performance enhancing benefits just in using those as well. And I, I feel very humbled coming on the show, seeing the way you two have been um, exposing your fashions lately and the dress-ups at park runs. So uh, I've got to certainly lift my game. So, yeah, if I can, if I can get some sort of headband outfit happening – um, that, that might work well. Maybe just wearing headbands for a park run. As long as you can do that and keep your modesty, it could work well. We've got to remember it's a family event. But, <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I am also happy that, you know, people can go semi-naked. Uh, that's what I'm going to call it. When they wear their watch but don't look at it, they're semi-naked. Semi-naked November. Yep, do, do whatever you've got to do. Yep. Now, Robbo, if – People want to get involved, so the actual International Day of Running Naked, as decided by you, is the 18th of November. How, how do people get involved with um, setting up, you know, predicting their times and things like that? Yeah, well, um, so I'm going to go back to my earlier advice. Um, go with the search for Naked November on Facebook, um, maybe not on Google, and we'll have an event set up there. Uh, which will outline everything you need to know about how to get involved with Naked November, but especially, yeah, an invite to get involved with International Day of Running Naked, which, as you said, will be Park Run Day, the 18th of November, the 3rd. Generally, that's when it's been, the 3rd Saturday or Park Run Day of November. And uh, it'll be a matter of just getting on. There'll be a link there that you can fill out. And we've had our good friend, uh, the Professor, Alan Burrell, uh, has been helping out once again. He's our Naked November advisor um, and he's our stats man so he's we've, he's set up the uh, entry page once again and you just go on there answer a, a few questions uh, you know, we just need your name your barcode number where you'll be planning to run naked on that day and then you put your predicted naked time down and uh, this competition will be open to park runners all over Australia all around the world and then we'll see uh, once we plug in the results We'll see who gets the closest, and I uh, reckon we've had a few few ish, uh, occasions where people have predicted it, um, sometimes one or two seconds out, and uh, yeah, you'll be able to you'll be able to see how close you go when it comes to uh, your parkrun day naked performance, and there'll be a few prizes up for grabs, including some limited edition uh, uh, retro naked runners headbands, the very first ones that were ever created. We've still got some of them, and there's a few singlets and shirts and stuff as well. So. Uh, something in it for everyone, but it's just a, it's a bit of fun, and uh, it's it's been interesting to see parkrun events uh, really engage with the concept of running naked, and a lot of events I know still run uh, a monthly naked event where they get their predictions locally. So if, if locals local events want to do it that way too, then um, they can set their own little competitions up as well. But yeah, look, it's just we're just giving people permission to run naked or semi naked. And just experience that and, and have a bit of fun that uh, spice up your park run a bit this November. Great stuff, Robo. Love it. Now, when we get you on, we always like to get an update on the region of runners. What's happening there? We haven't had a f- many new events pop up lately. No, have we? we haven't. We haven't. No, it's been a little little remiss of us down here in the region. Um, 
where we do boast a, a healthy number of events, so up to up to 12, and that's been the way now for uh, well over a year. One of the things I've been noticing, uh, Scotty, I did some adventuring within the region only a couple of weeks back, got up to the most recent uh, event in the region of runners, the Hunter uh, Newcastle area, which was uh, the one called the Terrace Park Run, that Raymond Terrace. And um, it was interesting to bump into a few out-of-towners uh, when I was up there. And I was uh, one one fella from Shoal Harbour Park Run, and a few Queenslanders had come down as well. And I was just asking what the what the attraction was, what they were in town for, and they they're trying to to reach that region air status. They want to they want to bag all twelve. And I I've got nothing but uh, respect for people that travel from outside the area and especially interstate to try and uh, you know notch up that 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 badge to get that region air status and uh so a few of these runners there's only a, a handful to go and uh that they're, they're going their way about ticking them around and i asked the prof uh just through some email communication i, I wonder how many people have uh outside of the region who call you know somewhere other than the, those 12 their home park run how many have done it he got back to me and he said there's uh what have we got here there's 255 total region airs but 21 are uh, foreigners uh, but it's a little bit hard to to know exactly, um, you know, because I look at I looked at some of those names and there's some people that I know are from the region, but they list their home park run as being outside the region. But yeah, so the best part of twenty outsiders who have been become regionaires and plenty more on the way, including Alan Burrell himself. So there's a little uh, little challenge for you park run adventurers if you want to go getting yourself a a regionaire badge outside your region. Um, you can come and stay for a few months and, and you can get, get, it, get it happening down here around Newcastle. And probably best to get in while there's still only 12 events. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's right. There has been talk for a while. So we've left it at 12 just to allow people to just chase those 12 events and um, we, might, we might get another 12 <laughs> in the next little while once we start to get too many people achieving it. But, yeah, still talk. I haven't heard much of it lately, but... Uh, still talk of maybe an event out towards Cessnock, which is right in the heart of the the wine region. I just reckon it's a no-brainer to even a wine uh, a vineyard itself to uh, to stage a regular park, and I just think it'd be fantastic. So I know it's done in other parts of Australia, and we're waiting for a bit bit of action to happen there. So maybe this conversation might stimulate something. But uh, yeah, there'll be plenty more plenty more to come, I'm sure, and um, that'll just give people more of an excuse to keep coming back to this beautiful part of the world. Well, New South Wales is definitely growing, even if not 100% in the region at the moment. Robbo, thank you very much for joining us. It's awesome to hear Naked November is back for its fifth year. I know I will be participating. I have a Naked Runners headband that I will be getting out there for the whole of the month just to raise awareness and spread the message of getting naked. So thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Mel. I look forward to seeing your costumes continuing to come through. And, uh, yeah, happy naked running, everyone. Continuing our long-standing tradition of having roving reports, we've got three more ready for you this week. We've got Greta, who went out to Kangaroo Island for their launch. And we can um, uncover some of the mysteries of Kangaroo Island, hopefully. Lyndall, 
also from the Channel 5 news crew, went to Mudrabar's anniversary, so she was in party mode as well. And this young fella named Tok, he went down to the 250th event at Railton. Which one do you want to hear first, Mel? Let's do it in that order you just introduced them, Scotty. That sounds good to me. Take it away, Greta. Hey Scott and Mel, it's Greta here and I'm on a very special parkrun adventure this weekend. Um, I'm going over to Kangaroo Island to help them celebrate the launch of the Kangaroo Island parkrun. So this adventure actually starts on Friday because we've driven down to Cape Jervis, which is about an hour and a half out of Adelaide, um, and we've hopped on a ferry, put our car on the ferry, and now we're heading over to Kangaroo Island. So um, pretty exciting launch for South Australia, pretty unique uh, park run to have in South Australia on Kangaroo Island. Kangaroo Island um, is fairly famous uh, sort of nature-based tourism destinations. Um, it's about 155 kilometres in length and some sort of awesome um, national parks and wildlife and also uh, becoming more and more famous for boutique local cuisine and beverages. So we're looking forward to having a great weekend. Okay, so we've just run the Kangaroo Island Parkrun launch and I'm here with Craig. How are you going, Craig? Uh, better now that I've had a while to recover. <laughs> How did you find the run this morning? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. It's a, it's a great little track. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, a little bit like um, ups and downs more than I expected, but um, great view running along the bay. It is beautiful, isn't it? And it's such a beautiful morning this morning. We got lucky. Yeah. We got lucky. The weather's not normally this good here on KI. I was going to say, isn't it always like this? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, even better. Even better, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so is this your first park run today? It is my very first, yeah. yes. Um, I, this is, I thought this was the first run that, that, that they've done on KI, yeah. but apparently yeah. they've been doing it a couple of times beforehand, practices and stuff. So, yeah. But yeah, my very first. Yeah, great um, idea. Yeah. Do you think you'll be back? I will be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I will be, definitely. Um, if I can, yep, yeah, no reason why I shouldn't be. Yeah, excellent, excellent. And bring your friends. Got none. <laughs> <laughs> none that run anyway. <laughs> oh, well, you can convince them. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> well, look, thank you for coming to um, KI Parkrun and um, hopefully we'll see you again at another parkrun. It's a pleasure. Cheers. <laughs> so I'm now here with Brad. How are you going, Brad? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. And so you were the scanner today. I was, yep. Yeah. How did you go? Yeah, well pretty straightforward yeah yeah scan the person scan their code and it's fine away you go and yep. have you run a park run yet i haven't actually so this is my first time being involved yep. um first time and you're volunteering well done yeah yeah i got roped into it that's <laughs> all right yeah no but it's really good my cousins have done them for years okay. back in canberra but um but so no. you know what they're all about yeah 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 no they're really great yeah and you're looking forward to running next week yeah well hopefully yeah, I'm here next week, and yeah. yeah, hopefully I'll be able to run. I think I'm about to do the do the course now after everyone's finished. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you very much for volunteering today and making KI Park Run launch a success. <laughs> no problems. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'm now here with Shelley, and Shelley, you were volunteering today. Yes, yeah, so I was volunteering today. Yeah. I was doing the timekeeping. How did you go? Yeah, really good actually. It went really, really smoothly. Yes, yeah. easier than you thought? Yeah, it was. I was a bit daunted at first. Yeah. I thought, oh, well, you know, there's too many buttons to push. <laughs> make sure I'm pushing but, the yeah, right Yeah, make one. sure I'm pushing the right button and I had to get my glasses out. To see. <laughs> 
but no, no, everything went really smoothly. It was great. Excellent. Yep. So, All right. Yeah. And you're, you're now, I think you were telling me before, you're now off and you're actually going to walk the course. Yeah, so we, everyone's finished yep. and your job's done. Yep. So now we just go and do our walk now. Good on you. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, That's awesome. And you and your yeah. mate are going. What's your mate's yeah. name? Um, Helen. Helen. Yeah. Yep. Yep. She goes with me and we've been doing it sort of like we do it probably two or three times a week. Yep. Yeah. Do you do the same same, same course, course here? Yeah. Yep. 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 Tell, tell us a little bit about the course here for those who have probably haven't been here before. Um, so start well, at it's the prob- tidal pool. Yeah, the tidal pool and you walk through, you walk along basically the coast. Um, you see the beach, the, the yacht club, you go past the yacht club and it's actually quite um yeah it's quite pretty it's, it's a really nice walk before yeah. you know it you're back yeah. here because you're just looking at everything birds wildlife and everything so yeah there's lovely scrub as well yeah there is it's yeah. like a hike sort yeah. of you know yeah yeah so. no it's beautiful and a lovely path the council have done a really good job with the path they have yep they've done fantastic and i think they're extending it i heard along yes. the great one that they're extending it up the other way so lovely. that'll be even better so you can you know pick and choose which way you want to go yeah so and in summer it'll be fantastic because you start and finish at the tidal pool here yes, we could have a swim <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little bit cold a little bit cold for me today yeah me there, too. There, are, there is someone in there yeah i know yeah i did see someone you know yeah having a bit of a swim there yeah but no it's too cold for me today too yeah <laughs> well thank you so much for volunteering today oh my pleasure thank you and enjoy your walk yep you too oh not you too i'm glad i hope you enjoyed your walk i loved too. it yep yeah. i loved it we had a great time yep. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I'm now here with Tess, who is the event director at Kangaroo Island Park Run, and we finished the park run this morning. How did the run go this morning, Tess? The run went very well. It was a lovely morning. We had 21 people. There was some of the Mount Barker crew. I don't know exactly how many, but they showed up. Um, and it went really well. Everything worked. Excellent. And no one got injured, so it was really good. <laughs> so a stress-free launch, which is always nice. It was, yep. All the volunteers showed up. Um, yeah, it went really well. Fantastic. And um, so is this, because you've not actually run a park run before, have you? No. Um, no, I got the idea of park run in my head. Um, I joined, when I started running, I joined Running Mums Australia. Um, and it was on there that I learned about Parkrun and straight away went, Kangaroo Island needs one of those. It needs some regular organised physical activity event that's free. And so then I contacted, I remember who it was first, it might have been John, um, and mentioned that I was keen for Kangaroo Island and then he put me in touch with Gret, Greta, sorry, and all went from there. Yeah. Fantastic. And you've been, the council's been really supportive about getting the park run up and running? Yes. Luckily, we had funding provided from the Office of Rec and Sports. So we didn't have to ask for funding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're really happy to let us use the course. Um, they're happy to work with us with signage. Um, and they also thought it was a great idea. Fantastic. Um, and so tell us a little bit about the course. Um, it's a down and back course, it runs along the foreshore of Kingscoat. Um, and it's a little bit hilly, as people would tell you today. <laughs> undulating, <laughs> Not, I think, undulating. was the consensus. <laughs> Not hilly. There's a few little bumps in there. Yeah. Um, it's all on a bitumized path. Um, yeah, it's lovely. Very scenic. Um, usually in the morning it's nice and calm down along there, so it's really nice. It was a beautiful, calm morning this morning. It was just lovely. So tell us a little bit about Kangaroo Island, because there might be some people who are listening who don't know a lot about KI. So Kangaroo Island's a little island down the bottom of South Australia. It's the third largest island in Australia. Um, There's a population of about four and a half thousand. There's three main towns, um, a lot of rural, so farming property. 
Um, it's kind of known as the nature's paradise. We've got lots of wildlife over here, lots of kangaroos, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's one of those places you go if you want to see wildlife and do kind of outdoorsy stuff. There's not so much in the way of movie cinemas or shopping malls. Um, but yeah, it's where you go to get the great outdoors, the fresh air and the wildlife. And having been here for about 24 hours, what I can say is that there's some stunning coastline. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, we're very lucky. We're surrounded by coastline, obviously being an island, but we do have some really nice beaches all the way around. And lots of them are really good for kids. Like You get lots of really nice protected beaches. Yeah, it's yeah. lovely. So you, you might have a few visitors come to Kangaroo Island Park Run who are on holiday in KI. Everyone is welcome. Yeah. We're here, same place, same time every week. Obviously, everyone knows how it works. Um, but, yeah, it'd be great to see some people from outside South Australia come down. And even those within South Australia that have maybe never been here before. Yeah. Come on <laughs> over. Yeah. Yeah. All well, c- congratulations on a very successful launch for KO Park Run and all the best for future park runs. Thank you. We look forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Park Run adventurers. G'day, Scott. G'day, Mel. It's Lyndall. Here and I am roving reporting for the Channel 5 News crew this morning from Mudgerabar Park Run, who are celebrating their fourth birthday. I was lured here by cake, I was lured here by costumes, and I've been lured here by a free sausage sizzle and also another new park run for me. Now, costumes, today's theme is sporting stars, past and present. So I've donned my cricket whites and got my lucky red hanky and channeled Steve War today. So I'm going to see who else I can see who's in costume. I'm also going to try and have a chat. There's a fellow here that has run over 14,000 kilometres this year for the run down under. He's finishing it off today here at Madhurabar. So it's all happening. I'll do the run and I'll talk to you afterwards. Okay, so post-run, I've tracked down Steve and Libby. They are the event directors here at Madhurabar. Great day for your anniversary. How's it gone for you guys? It's gone awesome. I'm hoping that we will break our attendance records. It uh, currently sits at 170, but there's so many people here today, so fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. How about you, Steve? Yeah, it's been a really nice morning and uh, plenty on. We've got uh, Steve Gamble finishing his run around Australia. Obviously, our fourth birthday. We've got a young guy over there who's getting married next week, so he's having his books run here today. So, um, Some people have dressed up like I have. I'm just glad you can't see this. So, so Steve, let me just describe your, okay. uh, for the viewers, theatre of the mind, I need to just, because this, this is why I came and had a chat to you. So, you're clearly a tennis player. Yep. It's such commitment, you carried your racket and ball for the whole 5Ks this morning at Parkrun. Um, you've got your lovely white tennis shoes, red tennis shorts, a beautiful white polo shirt, a lovely 70-inspired Afro it's wig. Oh, it's real. It's real. It's real, real hair. Yeah. Excellent. And a beautiful terry toweling um, sweatband. Yeah, yeah. So is there anyone in particular that you're channeling today or are you just a 70s tennis player in general? Well, I was once a uh, tennis player from, from a place called Stoke-on-Trent in England and I was like ranked number 746 in England. And I once got to the preliminary rounds of Wimbledon and got knocked out by a dog. So, unfortunately, the dog got knocked out the following round and I then decided to retire. But it's always been my ambition to make a comeback, and I think today has inspired me to make a comeback. Well, we shattered the course out there, so I think you can say that, you know, Steve, the 70s tennis player, was the winner today. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, you know. I mean, I've, I've, I've challenged a few people today, and no one's been taken taken it up yet so. but uh, yeah, the, the morning's young and I think you know there's a few cricket players there I might take on 
Yeah, actual cricket players, not dodgy ones like me. <laughs> All right. So Madhuri Bar's been going for four years now, four-year anniversary. And have you guys been involved since the start? No, we came on board um, just over a year ago, uh, probably 18 months ago. Um, I was a previous event director at Main Beach, so the Australia's founding park run. Um, I was there for five years um, and then um, stepped down there and, and came over here when their, their event director was stepping down and they needed somebody. So only, yeah, 18 months I think we've been here now. Yeah, May last year it was. May last year we, we jumped on board because we both live here, so it was nice to get back to the community as well. I'm pleased enough to get up as early and go as far. Perfect time for a sleep in, a lovely community feel. I, I said in my intro that um, Madhuri Bar feels a little bit more like a village than the crowded, you know, concrete tourist strip of the Gold Coast. Is that a fair assessment? Oh, totally. Usually this is such a tiny little family sort of friendly park run and today it's just like it's massive and I think every all the locals' eyes are just like out of their heads going what is going on and it's great it's so good to see so many people here and we had so many parkrun first timers here um, today which is awesome it is it's always great to see all right well thank you for your time this morning lovely to talk to both of you thank you, um, thank you on behalf of everybody in Madhuri Bar and the parkrun community for the work that you do Steve Don't what else do you need to say because Trent our main man has done free sausage sizzle He's oh, so you must have a sausage before you leave so, so this is why I came I was, there's cake sausage Costumes, sausage sizzle, what's not to like about the fourth anniversary at Mantra Bar, right? All right, thanks guys, have a great morning. So now I'm in the uh, barcode scanning line with Flynn. Flynn, how are you going today? Yeah, good, thanks. And you're telling me it's your first park run ever today? Yeah, yeah, it was. And how was it? Did you have a good time? Yeah, it was definitely, I enjoyed it. Excellent. And how did you find out about Park Run? Oh, well, because um, uh, we do cross country at school, so I was just like to my mum, I want to get fitter for the next cross country. And so she took it on board, then um, she came out and fired about Park Run, then we just came down one weekend and started running. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And um, so you're a local here in Madhubar. Is this your home Park Run? Yeah, it is. Excellent. And so, first time you'll be back, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Now, all the best with your cross-country running and thanks for talking to me on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, Ray, you are delightfully dressed today in a lovely rainbow tutu and a feather headdress. I don't know whether that's because of today's theme at the fourth anniversary or because it's your Bucks night this afternoon. Well, actually, uh, it's a little bit of both. Uh, I'm getting married next week and uh, today's my Bucks party, so nothing like nothing better than uh, get your friends all together and come for a pork run before you get a bit... A bit worse later, and also the four four years of a uh, Madhubar Park run, which also always nice to come. It's a good environment, lots of people, lots of uh, good people in here, good runners as well, and uh, it's always good fun to come to Maji. Yeah, and so you're a regular park runner here at Madhubar. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say every single Saturday, but uh, at least uh, two Saturdays every month I'll, I'll come to Mudgee because I like to go in uh, different park runs as well. Excellent. Yep, me too. Um, and so that's why, obviously, Bucks Day, big celebration, park run had to be a part of it. Is that the deal? Exactly. Let's burn a little bit of more energy before we put a lot of energy in. Awesome. Well... All the best for your upcoming um, marriage and wedding next weekend. And thanks for talking to me on the podcast. Thank you very much. Enjoy your day. Cheers. Okay, so now I'm joined by Wendy. Wendy, tell us what you're wearing today for your costume for our anniversary dress-up today. 
Yes, um, I've got um, a Madribar netball um, kit on, um, looking like I'm ready to go and play netball on the fields next door. But actually, I wanted to dress up as um, one of the um, Australian um, netballers, um, Laura Geitz. So that was me today. Laura Geitz, certainly a shining star in Australian netball. Um, and are you a regular here at Madribar Parkrun? Um, I sure am. I've been here since day one with my husband and Carl, who are the event um, founders um, of Madribar Park Run. So I just love it, and um, yeah, I've loved being in the community and uh, watching, you know, lots of people from Madribar come down and run. It's been fantastic. Excellent. And how did you get started in Park Run to start with? Um, I went along to the one of the first main beach runs. Uh, um, five, six years ago or how, however long ago and I just loved it and um, I got a couple of friends involved and one of my friends lived in Kingscliff and she would come up to Main Beach and she said oh I'm fed up of travelling so much I'm going to start my own one up in Kingscliff so um, so then I started travelling down to Kingscliff and um, was helping her do that um, for a year um, and in that time that's when my husband said I need to start something in Madribar um, let's do it. So a year on then we started Madribar Park Run here so yeah I just loved the concept from the beginning it was fantastic free and I found it really family oriented and it was wonderful to have so many families be able to participate in do the same thing together. And you see that all around at all of the different park runs don't you this sense of family and togetherness and it's just a and on days like today it's a party atmosphere as well so what a what a great thing yep it is a great thing and it's all done before eight o'clock nine o'clock in the morning you can go home and carry on your saturday feeling like you've accomplished something and you've done something as a family it's just the knock-on effect with health and um i just think it's wonderful it's just such a great great event and um, I'm a school teacher and I often tell the kids um, who are doing their service um, that they should come and volunteer so we get lots of kids from school they don't know about it and then they families come along and um, so you know it's out there that people can come and volunteer do their service do their gold um, and bronze um, and yeah it can just involve everybody and my overseas um, relatives they've come over and in their, their you know they're elderly but they've come over and they've helped out and they've really enjoyed the sense of community and being involved and and really loved it too so it's for all ages it's wonderful excellent well thank you for your time this morning talking to me and thank you for the contribution that you've obviously made over a number of years to park run in the gold coast region thanks wendy thank you now, Trent, arguably the most important job here today at the fourth birthday anniversary of Madribar Park Run, you are behind the barbecue at the Sausage Sizzle. Exactly right. Well, this is just something I came up with with some of the uh, event directors and I thought I've always wanted to do one and we wanted to have something special and I thought, well, let's, let's pop on a barbecue for everybody. Um, it's all free, all funded by myself and Craig. We decided that let's get into it and uh, donate and we've had an amazing turnout this morning. It's been huge. 
It's a great event, and I tell you what, Sausage Sizzle was one of the reasons why I came today. I did want to dress up as Steve Waugh, but yes, very, very much also the sausage. It's a lovely touch, thank you very much. Um, and so are you a regular here? You run here regularly? Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a local. Um, I generally run with my 11-year-old daughter most weeks. I have two younger boys as well, which is slowly getting into it. So um, we're quite busy. Uh, I've been involved for about three years now. So, um, yeah, I enjoy taking photos volunteering as well and I've done about 125 park runs now so for myself Awesome, well what a great contribution you make Trent, thank you very much and thanks for talking to me this morning Great, thank you, I'm glad you had a great morning Okay, so along with the um, park run anniversary today at Mudgeree Bar there was another special occasion Steve has just finished his virtual run around Australia in the run down under how are you going and how do you feel about your achievement, Steve? Oh, it's um, a pretty epic journey I've been on for the last three years, ten months. So, yeah, I feel really, really um, proud of what I've achieved and I'm um, looking forward to the next journey. So it's not an end here. So I'm going to start another journey around Australia. So, yeah, feeling really proud. Go in the opposite direction or something? Yeah, I don't know which direction I'm going in, but it looks like I'm heading out to Uluru first. So, yeah. Well, that's good. I've never been to Uluru. I'm no, sure it's, it's so. lovely. <laughs> um, so... Three years, ten months. Ten months. Give us some stats. Are you running every day, every week? What's your sort of kilometres? Uh, I've pretty much been running um, six days a week, and yeah, still still doing my um, normal events. So I've been running ultras and marathons as well in that time, and I've actually run in a lot of the towns and cities that we've run through the virtual ones. So I've run in Canberra, I've run in Melbourne, Sydney, even run in Tassie. So the only place I probably haven't run is. Um, in Perth, so out of all the all of the places on the virtual journey, so it's pretty good. Yeah. So it's inspired a bit of actual adventuring as well. Yeah. So, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, as I was just saying, um, you know, run down under fourteen thousand eighty k's is actually two thousand eight hundred and sixteen park runs. So. Oh. Yeah, there you wow. go. Wow. I wonder. I wonder what colour t-shirt that would be. Whoever's <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> run down under, it's like a bit of orange and a bit of red. So. <laughs> All right, now I've also got Travis. Travis, you're the founder of Run Down Under. That's correct. Founded, uh, started in January the 1st, 2014. It was a, a hobby. Uh, it was a personal decision and it's, uh, it's taken off since then. Excellent. Now, Steve is one of how many that have completed the journey around Australia? Steve is number 12. Uh, we've had our first finisher took just under two years, which was absolutely amazing. And then, yeah, so Steve's number 12. Uh, number 13 is next week and there's a bit of a gap after that. So in four years, um, 12 finishes, it's a pretty amazing achievement. Wow, so it's a pretty elite group, right? Very elite, they're yeah, very elite. And, and the stats back that up. Not, not many people can run, on average, 75 kilometers a week for three and a half or three years and 10 months. It's, it's an amazing achievement. It sure is, I'm just doing the numbers in my head and like, you know, you have some big weeks when you're training for events, but to keep that up consistently for all of that time is a really amazing um, achievement. So, um, and what a great place to do it at a park run, and particularly at a park run anniversary. Um, are you guys regular park runners? Yes, and interestingly enough, out of the 12 finishes, this is our seventh at park run. So I give the option for the finishers to choose how they want to finish. Um, I try and get there. I'm based in Queensland, so I can't always get to get there so Josie who finished three weeks ago was in Albany Western Australia unfortunately couldn't make it but if I can make it I get there and like I said this is our seventh finisher at a park run so it's a, a great way to finish the crowd the people the community um, is very similar to my community people embrace uh, achievements like this 
Excellent. And how about you, Steve? Are you a regular park runner? I am. I think I've done uh, 25 park runs. So, yeah, and Madrid Bar is one of my closest to home. So, and the event directors are good friends of mine. So, yeah, it's a pretty special place to finish. Excellent. Well, certainly it added something, I think, to the anniversary. I mean, the sausage sizzle is pretty hard to beat. <laughs> However, I think you guys are, are right up there. So thanks for adding something to the park run today and well done on your achievement and keep up the great work. Thank you very much and well done, Steve. Well Thank done, you. Rightio then, Scotty and Mel, that is it. That's a wrap from me at Mudgerabar Park Run. I feel a bit tired. I need to go home and have a bit of a Bex and a lie down after all that excitement with costumes, cakes, sausage sizzles, virtual runs, trips around Australia and a really amazing community down here at Mudgerabar. I'm glad I came. If you're ever on the Goldie and looking for a great place to come for a run, Mudgerabar should be on your list. That's it from me. I'll talk to you next time. Hi park runners, it's Toc. I'm here at Relton for the launch of Australia's 250th park run. Uh, really great crowd building, the sun's broken through the clouds and looking around we've got park runners from all over Australia attending as well as a massive support from the local Kent Council. Uh, really great support from them. So we'll go out for a run and we'll uh, talk to you later. Cheers. I'm here with Belle Warwick. Um, Belle's got a bit of a unique story in that she's probably come the furthest to go camping before a launch. Um, Belle, how far have you come to go camping at Relton today? A whole 24 kilometres from Devonport. <laughs> what a massive effort, well done. Um, Belle's one of my favourite type of people in Parkrun. Belle's got more volunteers than she has um, actual runs. So Val, you're, you're on 34 volunteers and 28 runs, which is a great statistic. Tell me, how did you get into parkrun? Um, well, first of all, I saw Wendy Adams, who's one of the RDs at uh, Devonport, put a whole lot of um, comments about parkrun. We were in Western Australia with our son and I thought, what's this parkrun? I got home and I saw him send a message to another friend and said, missed you at parkrun this morning. And I went, I'm going to Google and find out what this park run is because my husband's a runner. I'm not. And I went, looked it up, registered him, and the rest is history. Well, actually, no, I didn't go that first week. He went and he came back and he said, oh, so-and-so was there and so-and-so was there and so-and-so was there. And I said, I take it you're going back again. He said, oh, absolutely. I said, well, maybe I'll come down and take photos of you. And that started it. I took photos right the whole way through last year. And this year I've started to do the, um, the walk jog. I am not a runner. It doesn't matter. We, uh, we welcome everyone at Parkrun. It's great to see walkers along as well. And I noticed this year a couple of your stats and your volunteers, you've changed from being all photographer to getting a couple of tail walkers in as well. So uh, well yes. done with that. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, we were at Cobram. We had eight weeks at Cobram. Fantastic group there. You can go there. Up with the lovely Tricia. Yeah, oh, it's just fantastic. I love Cobram. So, yeah. yeah. No worries. I noticed most of your Parkruns have been at Devonport, but you did have eight of them up at Cobram. So you're obviously up there for a little while. Yes, yes. My husband was, is a retired minister and he was helping out the churches up there so yeah so we went to we drove from Finlay to Cobram every Saturday morning to go and do it. Excellent and how long are you in Rolton for before you head back up the road to Devonport for a big road trip? <laughs> well we're going back this afternoon we've been here for the last two nights and we've been here at this wonderful limestone cafe every day um, Thursday Friday and Saturday so we've supported the uh, the town financially too. Excellent and um, what did you think of the actual course out there? Oh, I love it it's fantastic my lungs don't particularly love the incline. <laughs> uh, I would call it a hill. Everybody else calls it an incline, but it was fantastic. I loved it. Um, you have to watch where you put your feet, but 
Yep. yep. Lovely little trail course, isn't oh, it? Oh, fantastic, yeah. yes. All right, Val, thank you very much for your time and uh, safe trip back up the hallway. <laughs> thank you. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks. I'm here with John. John's from Lismore. He's made the big trip down. Uh, John, what brings you down to Railton? Railton, well, first of all, I needed an R for my alphabet. I didn't have one of those, so now I have, which is fantastic. Um, and uh, I'm also touring Tassie. Uh, I've done uh, two other park runs, and I've got a few more to go yet. So, and it also gives you an R for your pirate club. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> I, I hadn't heard about the pirate club until I got down here. So, uh, look out for more R's. <laughs> R. Yep. Now you've got to work on a few more C's. What do you think of the course out there, John? Tony, the course is uh, an absolute delight. It's. Uh, it's a course where uh, you finish and you want to say, I want to do that again, or I've got to come back, and you know what, I think I'll be back in January, but this time I think I'll volunteer. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. It's probably one of the courses I've finished and thought, I just want to go back out there again. That was sensational. A little bit of sweet single trail out there, and yeah, really beautiful scenery. Yeah, Tony was my first trail run, and um, I think I'll keep my eye out for more trail runs. Uh, I absolutely loved it. It was beautiful. The scenery is sensational, and just running through the forest is just—it's uh, a buzz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, John, you're a bit uh, unique in that you run your 50 at two spots on the same day. I've seen some <laughs> pictures of you running at Devonport for your 50, and there were some pictures of you running at Lismore on the same day. How did you manage that, Pete? Uh, my daughter is a run director at uh, at Lismore. Uh, I introduced her. Uh, we went together for the launch um, quite a while ago, and. Um, She's got really involved in it and uh, she's missing me a little bit so uh, the, uh, they arranged uh, for me to run the two park runs uh, with a cardboard cutout at Lismore and um, apparently I got so many high fives I um, actually broke my arm. <laughs> but I got fixed up with some sticky tape <laughs> after the run. <laughs> well done. You might have had a run at two park runs a week after as well. <laughs> apparently I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit notorious back home so... Uh, yeah, oh, look, I've been involved in the community up there and uh, we have a great uh, set of runners. Um, the, the, the park runners formed a little group called the uh, Northern Rivers Running Chicks and Running Roosters, which I've joined. And um, with Park Run, they're just enjoying a social event as well as, um, as, well as the Park Run. It's, uh, it's just wherever you go, you, you find a group that's always um, together. They band it together, they volunteer, hard, work hard and just make it so enjoyable for the, for the rest of us fantastic yeah. yeah no the uh coffee after the park runs probably more important than the run itself <laughs> and i understand that you're traveling you're out and around how long before you're back up at lismore oh tony we're um we're, we've got a pretty an uh, open-ended uh itinerary we uh hope to leave tassie in um uh, middle of february and uh, head across through victoria over to south australia and up to the top end and come back through uh wa so I've got to do that, so I uh, apparently got to have a run in every state and territory. So then I've got to go north, south, east, and west, and then oh, there's so many things to do in park run. <laughs> it's a bit funny. I'm standing in Tasmania talking to John from Lismore, while Brendan Peel, who's named the Peel Club, is running in Lismore today. So well, I yeah. hope you enjoyed our course because there's a few hills in that one as well. <laughs> no worries. Thanks a lot, John. Thanks, Tony. Pleasure. Howdy park runners, it's Toc, I'm down at the Relton launch and I'm here with Tyler. Tyler's a young fella that's a local to Relton and by the looks of his knees, Tyler's joined the stack club. How are you Tyler? Good, thanks. Good. Did you uh, have a bit of a fallout on the course? Yes. Any big damage or just a few little nicks? A few little nicks. What did you think of the course? 
good. Do you like the bit up in the bush where you do the loops? Yeah. It's a fantastic course, isn't it? Yep. So how far from Relton do you live? 20k. 20k? No, a couple of k's. A couple of k's. So you're nice and local. You going to come back again? Yeah. Try not to go over next time? Yeah. And now that you've had a fall, you should be able to get a personal best next time. You should be able to run a bit quicker. Mm. Okay, well done. And what number did you finish today? Number 37. Well done. That's a great finish. All right, welcome to Park Run. Howdy park runners, we're at coffee after the Relton launch and I'm here with Don who's the Mayor of the Kentish Council. Don, how did you, um, how'd you find the park run today? Beautiful, a lovely event and uh, just, well at my walking pace I really enjoyed it and so I had a chance to see all the runners who were coming back the other way. I saw lots of smiling faces, lots of high fives and uh, uh, it was just a, a, a great event and I think everybody had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, from all reports, the council have been right behind it, and it's a really good thing to see. Um, the course itself's lovely. Do the council have much to do with the maintenance out on the track? Yeah, we we do do some maintenance in there. This uh, for the uninitiated, this course goes through uh, a patch of Tasmanian native forest, and. Uh, it suffers from a lot of trees falling over at the moment and there's quite a bit of uh, dead wood on the, on the ground but it's up to the council to get it off the walking tracks and uh, uh, I think we do that quite well. Maybe we could have it a little tidier and I'd like to see that happen actually over the next couple of months because uh, it is a beautiful bit of, bit of bush country and it's great to be able to walk or run along underneath all the trees. Yeah, I've got to say congratulations. The course looks fantastic out there, and the park that we have the uh, the briefings really done beautifully. It's the uh, town of Topery at Relton, and um, yeah, there's been a lot of work obviously done in the plants around the place. Yeah, we try and keep our um, our and uh, our parks looking good here, but it's actually a topiary group that look after the the topiary and. Uh, uh, and I think we, we help them at some points, but uh, yeah, it's a it's, it's a great thing, and we're very uh, very proud of the the topiary that's here. Now, congratulations, John. The town looks fantastic, and the park run was brilliant. Well done. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no, it's a great event. Well done. Thank Cheers. you. Thanks. Uh, I'm with Catherine, who's the ED of Relton and she's just finished processing. Catherine, how many people finished the course today? I knew you were going to ask that. I think we had 113 uh, finishes. That's a fantastic turnout for, uh, for the town. It, it certainly is. It's more than we expected, so we're really happy with that. But Catherine, I've got to say, I've done quite a few events, and this is probably one of my favourite courses. I absolutely love the course, and I will be back. Uh, how did you find the course? How did I find it? Yeah, how, how, how did you locate the course out? <laughs> oh, look, it took a while to, to get the right course. Uh, a lot of measuring and walking around, and there's a lot of rules to comply with when you set up a park run course. So uh, the original course that we thought we had right um, and took to National HQ, we still had to change. Um, but that next course was the one that we've, we've, we ran on today. Um, so. One of the things that's really uh, special about the course, and everyone gave us really good feedback today, is that it is a bush trail, and it's a natural bush trail. It's not just a fire track, like a fire trail for vehicles. It's actually a national, nat natural bush track, with lots of lovely birds singing in the trees, and uh, it has a good feel about it. 
And I'll take for all the adventurers out there, you want to get on board Rowton. It has a sensational bit of single track in the middle of it that's uh, second to none out of the courses I've done. It's beautiful. So you want to come down and have a look and get your R for your pirate club. <laughs> um, yeah, no, look, great turnout. Uh, really good support from locals from different park runs around, and you had visitors from about three or four states that I could count out. At it's least, a, yeah. A really great launch, and congratulations. Well done. Thank you very much. Cheers. <laughs> Awesome roving reports once again, and I would just like to say, on a personal note, congratulations to Tok, who made it his 50th different event when he was at Railton on the weekend. Good job, Tok. That is true adventurer style. You beat both me and Scotty to the mark. Yes, well done. Quite an achievement to reach 50 different events. Now, there's this talk of, I don't know, what's his Channel 5 news crew? We're running out of uniforms, Mel. <laughs> How can you ever run out of suits? I'm pretty sure Tok has got his own safari suit. Well, if he, if he brings his own safari suit, are we adding him? I don't know. Let's let's see whether or not he can cover a, another launch next week. Oh. And if he can, if he can, I reckon we can add him to the crew. On notice, given the incentive. Okay, I like it. I like the way you think. And it gives us time to order in more stock. Another microphone. Yes. Another shiny, sparkly, sequined microphone. So if Tok was to step up next week, where would he go? Are there, are there more launches this week? There are. We've got one in Victoria, which might be his neck of the woods, at Coonwarra. Oh, not Coonwarra. Coonwarra. No, it's Coonwarra. Yes, I know. Yeah. Who, who knew? I wouldn't. No, there was a place called Coonwarra, and it's in my neck of the woods. I know of Coonawarra. Which is in South Australia. Yeah. But I've, I've got a little tip on uh, Coonwarra. Apparently, they've got a few bridges. And it was, it was on my calendar to get there this weekend, but uh, not going to happen. Oh, that must be really disappointing. <laughs> I know I'm disappointed. Well, I know the people of Coonwarra are disappointed. As, uh, with you, Mel. But, um, yeah, so Tok's going to okay, be Okay, so Tok will be, well, if he, if he wants to take the challenge, mm. he should get there. Mm. But over in WA, we've got another one going on. It's quite north, it's quite remote, and it's called Port Headland. That's going to be one for very hardcore adventurers, I think, Scotty. Mm, yeah, the word quite is um, an understatement, Mel. I think that's got to be now our most remote park run. It's Surely it's got to be the furthest from the next park run. Uh, I'm not sure. There was, I, th- I believe there's been some discussion about that in the tourism group of late, but Cloncurry did launch last weekend, and they're pretty far away from places. Mm. I wonder what their Nindy is at Cloncurry. It might be Weeper. It might be Darwin. Hard to know. But yes, if you're a hardcore adventurer, head to Port Headland. That one's going to make it tricky for statesmen to keep to keep being statesmen in WA. And we've also got East Richmond launching in New South Wales, which is good because originally this was going to be called Richmond Park Run, but now it's been renamed East Richmond, which introduces the E for all those New South Welshmen looking for an E. I think that's very important awesome. to a lot of people. <laughs> I think a lot of people are very focused on the alphabet. Yeah. Yep. 
I like the renaming too. I like this East Richmond Park Run name. I always I feel a bit uneasy about the introducing the state into the name of the park run. Looks messy. I'm sure the people who uh, whose park run it is don't feel that way, but it just looks messy. <laughs> uh, I like this. Okay. I like this direction. So was there previously is there a Richmond in the UK, for example, or somewhere else? Yes. Oh, okay. I assumed it was because Richmond in New South Wales is so big that they were hoping eventually for there to be a second event in Richmond and therefore you don't want to name the first one Richmond because if you do, that makes it confusing for the second event. Yeah, well, that's another way to go about it, which I think the powers that be are going about it like that. But I don't think that was the case in this instance. Fair enough. But launches aside... There are plenty of opportunities for people to get out there and celebrate this weekend as well, two of which are also in New South Wales. We've got Maitland and Willoughby having anniversaries this weekend, which is pretty cool. And in Brisbane, South Bank is celebrating an anniversary. That's a big event, so that's going to be a big party celebration, I imagine. It will. I think they're up to um, event number uh, anniversary number five this year. From memory, they're a couple of weeks younger than Kiwana, so that's pretty cool as well. Very exciting, very exciting. And that's another podcast done, Mel. Have we got anything else to, to wrap up with? Uh, I think we need to remind people that they've only got one more week to get their Perlustration responses in and to enter the Tom Tom giveaway comp we've got going on in cogn- cognition. That's not the word. Um, what's the word? It begins with a C in... It's not collaboration, it's help this sleep-deprived woman with words, Scotty. Um, I, I don't know where you're going. If I, if I, if I did... It's, it's a word beginning with C that means in... It means togetherness. Collaboration? <laughs> no, no, I said it's not collaboration. Oh, did you? I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's great. <laughs> There's another man in my life who doesn't listen to me when I talk. Yeah. Uh, um... Yeah, well, the Parkrun Adventurer's word of the day is cooperation. No? No, that's not it. There's going to be a whole bunch of people out there frustrated, running, listening to a podcast <laughs> on a train, and they'll know the word and they'll be yelling it out, and all the people are going to look at them thinking they're weird. Yeah. Um, maybe we can have It'll that. It'll come to me next yeah, week. Yeah, well. Let's let's put that in uh, the quiz because uh, November Madness is back next week. It is. That's going to be exciting. And we've got a contestant weighing in from New South Wales this time to take on the mighty Melissa Ellis from Victoria. That, on that, Melissa Ellis was on her A-game uh, costume-wise on Saturday. She was. I saw that. Yes. and Pretty impressive. She was at Westerfolds for your green theme. Can you share what she was for those who didn't see her? She was the Wicked Witch of the West to Folds, I guess. And she roped in her daughter, <laughs> which is always great. You know. It is. I think it is definitely a level up when you can get a family member or friend to wear a costume that is along the same theme or um, compliments your own. So we will talk to her about that all next week for November Madness. It's going to be a good one. Don't miss it. <laughs> <laughs>